Hello friends, and welcome back to another episode of Soul Care Sunday here on the Ray of Light TV podcast. For those of you who do not know, or if it is your very first time here, Ray of Light TV podcast is a space that promotes collective healing through transparent conversations and a deep devotion to the best possible versions of yourself. This is a space where we promote education, inspiration, and motivation through sharing our deepest testimonies and convictions. This is also a space where faith and everyday life's journey meet. I thank you so very much for being here, and I encourage you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this season of the Ray of Light TV podcast. Hey guys, today I am here with Miss Atavia Bishop, founder and creator of Studio A Creative, a graphic design company. Y'all, her work is impeccable and I had an awesome time interviewing her, asking her all type of things about business, entrepreneurship, and innovation. Guys, she is a force in her field. After you listen to this podcast, I want everybody to go support her um, on Instagram, on social media, and um, support her business at studioacreative.com. And Share this episode with a friend. I hope that you guys love this. All right, bye. Good morning, Atavia. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. So, guys, if you don't know, this is Atavia Bishop. She is the founder of Studio A Creatives. Uh, which I believe is a graphic design business. But Atavia, you can tell us a little bit more about what you do. Yes, uh, Studio A is a creative design agency um, ran by me. I'm Atavia. And honestly, right now, I am the only person that is doing it. But I usually have like an intern or an assistant with me. Um, But for now, it's just me. But we are an agency. We specialize in graphic design for branding and content creation. And um, right now, I'm going into my second official year designing. So that's about uh, Studio A. But about me, I'm Atavia. I'm a designer. Um, I've done social media management. I've done digital marketing. And um, right now, I'm wrapping it up into my creative agency. Okay. Uh, So how did you get started in, like, design and creation? Did you always know that you were passionate about it? Did you go to school for it? Like, how did did you get started with that? Um, Yeah, when I was 18, I went to – I'm from Ohio, and I went to the University of Cincinnati, and I was a fashion design major. Um, and the first thing we learned was graphic design. So that was how I kind of learned the platform. Um, I learned about the programs like Illustrator, Photoshop, InDesign. And then, um, I switched my major a few times. Like I have my three degrees. They're all in different. Well, they're all pretty much the same, but all different nothing to do with design except one but after the pandemic um well actually no in New York City 
I was working freelance and I did a lot of digital marketing opportunities that required me to have graphic design experience. So I kind of did my own learning about it. Um, even though I knew the programs, but I didn't really know how to like, you know, get nice in them, I guess you would say. But I kind of had to learn it by myself. So um, I guess you could say self-taught, mm-hmm. but I learned it in school and I started in school. Um, it was just something that I liked when I was doing it and I wanted to continue doing it. Okay. I think it's really interesting that you say that because, you know, the series that we're talking about, and I know you know this because I told you about it, um, is we're trying to look at ways like different, you know, female businesses and, you know, within the United States um, and looking at how ambition kind of plays out in their work. And if this ambition is really like either hurting or helping our, you know, our businesses and our growth. And I think that a project like Studio A is is really ambitious because you're saying you took everything that you learned from school and from your early ages and you're kind of morphing it into your own thing now. And I know that is that is that stressful? Like how is how has that been? Um yeah, it can be stressful just because it's brand new and it's I've never done it before. Like everything that I've done has been pretty stable and entrepreneurship and coming into it is very like it's not steady at all mm-hmm. it's like sometimes you can make a lot of money and sometimes you can make no money so you have to learn how to manage your projects and manage your money and manage your time it's just it's a lot to come into and it can be very stressful but it actually is a little bit more relieving because you honestly get out what you put in. So if you put in all that you have, then you can get whatever you want. But um, ambition is something that can only, when it comes to like entrepreneurship and work, and I feel like ambition is something that can only benefit you. When it shows in different areas of life, you have to know where to put ambition like sometimes we're a little bit too ambitious about things that's in our like private life or relationships and that can hurt a relationship. But in business, I feel like it can't only be very thriving unless you're doing it for the wrong reason. And what would you consider to be the wrong reason? Doing things just because everyone else is doing it or doing it mm-hmm. for... You know, it just, it doesn't align with the purpose. If you want something, it has to be like a reason behind it. Because if there's no purpose or reason behind it, you know, it is really, it could fall and it could shatter and you won't know how to pick it back up because it was never yours to have in the first place. I've lived in a lot of different cities. Like I was in New York for four years and then I was in LA last year. And I mean, I've seen a lot and I've met a lot of people and I can see where people have, you know, too much ambition and the wrong things. And it's just not the kind of life I want, you know? Well, what would you say to like maybe a 14 or 15 year old girl who's like, okay, I want to do something like Atavia. Like I want to start my own branding agency. I want to start it all. I want to be ambitious, but 
I don't necessarily want to show up on, I guess, like social media or in some of these other ways, like other girls are just like you said, it's not really for you. Like, what would you say to them? Well, first, I would say at that young age, instead of saying you want to be um, the boss, you need to learn how to be like a worker, mm-hmm. because the only reason I can do what I can do or what anyone else can do is because they have the experience behind it and they've learned a lot. So I will first say don't jump into something um, without, you know, getting your feet wet and kind of like failing at it first and then succeeding at it because you have to, when you do it on your own, it's literally on your own. And the only thing you can do is like look it up on YouTube or something and hope that you can find some type of way to figure it out. But in terms of showing up on social media, I feel like you you probably show up on social media for yourself. So you have to do it for your business. Um, you have to be consistent also. And I wouldn't, you know, I would say that that's kind of my biggest flaw also is being consistent because sometimes I just get like, I don't know, I just get anxiety because it's like so much I want to do and so much I want to like put out and so much I want to say, but I don't know exactly how to say it. So I just avoid doing it because it's just too much. And um, for me, that type of thing, it kind of just, it excites me because then I know that I need to like work it out and then I'll come back and I'll put it out. But if you're afraid to put out your information, then that just shows how much you really care about it. Because if you really care about it, then you like, you got to show up for it every single day. Not like one time, just like every single day. Right. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's really good. So you say, okay, I want to talk a little bit more about you being an entrepreneur, because I think that's something that a lot of women and girls like they see on social media, but they don't necessarily know how it's played out in real time. So can you tell us, is the entrepreneurship life for you? Is it as glamorized as we see on social media or like, is it really, you know, you just putting in the work, just like you said, you know, being a worker doing what you have to do, working out problems within yourself? And then doing that content, or is it like more glamorized and you know fun per se? Um, I would definitely say it's glamorized because when you're an entrepreneur, especially when you're starting off, and it doesn't even matter at what level you are the boss, you are the intern, you are the designer, you are the brand accountant, you are you you're everything like there is no one else and when even when you have a team you're above them so everything that they do and if they mess up that all falls back on you is very glamorized because it's it's not as fabulous but I mean with having that freedom then you can really do whatever you want to do you can live life however you want to live it because a lot of times I'm doing my work and I'm like hanging out with my friends I'm on vacation I'm by the pool I'm at the beach you know I'm doing something like that so I guess if you think that that's like glamorized then I mean yeah but it's still 
you know, is a test of balance and like if you can really get it done and is it really going to be successful while you're also living your life. But the more you do it, the better you get at it. So, you know, it has its ups and its downs. Okay. And, and, you know, as the boss, would you consider yourself like a good manager of you? Because I think that a lot of times, you know, we want to be ambitious, but it's hard to do all these projects and stuff if we're not good at managing our time. Like like you said, managing our money, our businesses, account, accounting stuff. So do you think you're a good manager of you? I think that I'm, a, yeah, <laughs> I think that I'm good. Um, I'm not perfect. I'm still learning. But since I was a kid, I've always seen myself being a boss because, I've always been independent. I've always liked to work alone, even though you don't always work alone. Well, you really never work alone because you have to work with clients and you have to talk to them every day. But I feel like it was very much aligned with who I already was and my work style, even in previous jobs, I was the same way. So. I don't know if that counts. Um, so yeah, I think that I think that I'm a good good at that. And I mean, honestly, I'll be honest, I can procrastinate, but I procrastinate because like I'm a perfectionist and once I don't see the perfection mm. yet, um, it's hard for me to finish that project or just to like keep it going because I just feel like I need time. So that's also another thing, but like I'm learning that sometimes you just have to do like small pieces of it day by day just to keep it going. Yeah. So like I said, I'm learning, but I think I'm good at it. Okay. I, I want to touch on the perfectionist topic again, because I, I heard you say something about that earlier. Like you can, you know, procrastinate, you have struggles showing up consistently. Do you think that we can be our own like worst enemy with that? And like our desire to be not perfect, but just to be, you know how we have a vision, like when we have our own creative thing, it's like we have a vision for it. And if it's not that, we think that it's like, you know, not enough or it's not adequate. Mm -hmm. Is that us being our own worst enemy? Like how can how can we like get out of that or how what are some ways that you kind of get out of that? Absolutely. And I mean, you say get out of it. Like I would love advice on how to get out of that because I feel like even just me personally, not even just in business, it's like nothing is really ever good enough for me. It's like um, if I do one good thing, it's like, oh, well, I was going to do that anyway. And it was or it's like it wasn't that hard or I don't know. I always have an excuse of why. But when I look back now that I'm like older, I'm 27 now and I look back and I'm like, okay, well, honestly, I have done a lot for a 27 year old. I should have been like, you know, more um, proud of myself for doing it, but I'm a perfectionist. So it's just like, okay, well, that was just on my list of things to do. So I got that done. It's not really something I need to celebrate. But now I'm learning, like, you have to celebrate the small things, like the smallest, simplest things. Um, you know, just celebrate it because life is short. Yeah. Besides anything, you know, just celebrate small things or celebrate big things. Just, you know, celebrate. 
Have fun. Yes. I, I totally agree. And I got some stuff with you that I'll share like offline when we're not on the Zoom because I have some stuff that I think will help you. But I think one of the things, and I and I did a podcast about this before, I think that we just have to learn how to be like our own best friend instead of like our biggest bully. Because I think mm-hmm. sometimes we can be our own biggest bully when saying like, oh, you know, that's just something I had on my list. Like that was my expectation for myself. And I see like right. so many girls struggling with that. Like I have a friend. And she, I think she's like 19. She has her own apartment downtown, her own car, like has her own business. She's doing so much, but she always beats herself up and is like, well, it's not enough. Like, it's not enough. I could be doing more. I should be doing more. And just like what you said, I'm like, first of all, girl, you need to stop and celebrate yourself because it's so many girls who are not doing what you're doing, who would be killing to do what you're doing. And so you know, I think it's just learning how to like to like restructure the way we talk to ourselves, be kinder mm-hmm. to ourselves, being nicer to ourselves, and just like always riding for us instead of just being so hard on ourselves. Yeah, and another thing is like we can be our biggest critic. Yeah. For sure. But if you're gonna be your biggest critic, then you also have to be your biggest supporter. Right. And your biggest fan also. Like you have to tap into different personalities at different points for everything to level out because you need a good balance of everything. So if you're gonna be a big critic on yourself, then you also have to be, you know, a big fan of yourself. Octavia, that was so good because listen, you was like, you're like, when you're an entrepreneur, you gotta play so many different roles, so many different hats. And I think in our personal life, we gotta do that too. Sometimes we gotta be our biggest supporter. Sometimes we gotta be like, okay, you need to do a little bit better on that. But you know, we just Mm -hmm. have to learn how to be there for ourselves. you know, I think that's something I'm still learning. Everybody's still learning. So, okay. Well, I love the conversation that we had. The last question that I'm going to ask you is, um, where do you see Studio A creatives going within, like, you know, the next five or 10 years? What are, what are your, like, visions and goals for your company? I want Studio A to be, like, very big. <laughs> Right now, I'm doing just design, but um, social media management is also something that um, I offer, and it's something that I've been working freelancing for like the past five, six years. So, um, I would definitely like to add that to my services. I would like to add, you know, like live production, live events, and um, fashion shows, and doing just the creative direction behind all of those. I would like to do photo shoots and video shoots. So right now, it's just at the beginning. But in five years, um, I don't know. I'm like a very, like you say, ambitious. I'm a very ambitious girl. So when I take it there, I like to take it all the way there. So I don't know, but hopefully in five years, I just want it to be more expensive. And with like a team of highly trained females, because I really want to keep it female based. And I really would like to keep it within the urban community. Um, But I'm open to anybody because I do not discriminate. But 
that is like what my business is built around for our clientele. So I do want those kind of um, people working with me, like young college students. I want to offer scholarships, internships, um, apprenticeships, everything. Hey. So, yeah, I have oh like gosh. a very big vision. Yeah. <laughs> I love girls with big dreams. I hope that you write it all down, girl. Get you a Google Doc, and when she, once you start doing everything, just check it off your list. Yes, um, yes, yes, you got to write it down because that's the only way. If you don't write it down, it's not official. It's just yeah, floating around in your brain. Now it's just in my head. Yeah, you're right. You, I, I got to write you. that down. Yes. <laughs> so, Octavia, we looking so forward to seeing everything that you do, guys. Please get on Octavia while she's just, you know, she's already big, but while she's just, you know, in her beginning stages, because when she goes up, everybody can be like, oh, that was the girl you had on your podcast. And now she's styling Beyonce and doing all this type of stuff. So thank you, Octavia, so much for being here. We're going to be praying for you, encouraging you. And um, yeah, we look forward to talking with you again. Okay, thank you. All right, girl. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to the Ray of Light TV podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And before I go, I want to leave you with a few tools if you are ever struggling or in need. If you desire to get connected with the Word or the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm going to share three houses or churches that I watch very faithfully who always come with a revelatory and modernized word. That is One House LA, led by Pastor Ture and Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts, The Potter House Dallas, led by Bishop T.D. Jakes, and My Hometown Church, Zion Pentecostal Church of Christ, led by Bishop C. Wayne Brantley. You can find all of these resources on YouTube and social media to meet you at your point of need, no matter where you are in the earth. If you are struggling with your mental health, suicide, anxiety, depression, BetterHelp is an online platform that can help you find a counselor that meets your specific needs. Go to www.betterhelp.com for more information. If your family is struggling during this pandemic season and you need a prayer hotline to go to, text 1-888-946-6220 or email zpccprayer at gmail.com. For the National Suicide Hotline or Substance Abuse, dial 1-800-662-4357 or 1-800-273-8255. To get in touch with me on all platforms, you can find me at Raven Lynn or at the Ray of Light TV podcast on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. On all platforms, you can find me at Ray of Light TV podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Morning Magic with Raven Lynn Lipford on the same platforms. I love you all so very much. Thank you.